I'm gonna get your ass some emergency. You got a little shot of. I might got a little packet of some emergency. <laughs> Man, a bitch got so tired. I'm sick now, Jesus. <laughs> I can't even laugh good on the mic like I, well, I want to. Just like, <laughs> God damn. Golly. They done got you, huh? They done got me, White bitch. supremacy is in your throat. All up in my throat. I spent the week with the young people. And let me tell you something. Revolutionary Mucinex com- uh, commercials on the way. They're like, just so you know that what we share here is special. Hey, white devil, you gonna get up out of this nostril pathway, <laughs> you jive turkey. <laughs> the uh, the little mucus, it's gonna be like old leather-wearing mucinics with an afro. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna be a black pill. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, the person who removes, I can't even follow this train of thought. I get what you're saying, though. <laughs> But I wanted to give a special shout out to all the young people who were here in D.C. for Advocates for Youth Urban Retreat. They are, there's something very, there's something very special to come across people under the age of 18 or under the age of 25 who are already on the path of being who they are. Mm. It feels, and I know that the spaces that we create like this weekend, it feels it, you can't engage with these young people without making changes yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what I will say is my big takeaway from this week is I think about how long I've been working at my organization and how many retreats I've gone to purely for the young people, right? Mm. And how they literally push you to do more than what you're currently doing. Man, you know, you know my nigga sick when she didn't got serious before the beat. Man, you understand? Like my nigga is like, you know what I really like about being with young people? I got the dog on stern, solemn ass. And you know what I believe from my core, that Oprah voice. Yes. That if we support the young people, we too can get free. That's all. Because supporting them helps us support ourselves, beloved. Black future. Black Futures. <laughs> voice on y'all ass before the beat drop. Before the beat I'm not drop. even ready to be there yet. I'm well, ready here's, to talk Here's shit what my spirit has told me. Shout y'all. out to the young people out here who are making it happen for the niggas, okay? Shout out to y'all. And, you know, I ain't seen y'all in two weeks. So I'm trying to be like, what y'all doing? What you, what's been up? What y'all? <laughs> shit. We what, see y'all What y'all got time. to eat? Right. <laughs> But yeah, those are our people. That's what my whole point. All of them. All of them are literally like, we fucks with you. So I just wanted to give a special shout out, especially for young folks like Mariah, who has literally been there since day one that the mixtape dropped. And is just telling me in this space that her and her mom listened to the mixtape. And I literally thought, man, like, this is exactly who I want to be talking to. And then some. I just love the Black Joy Jubilee and all its age groups. All of them. Every last one of them. You know, co-workers listening to it. Just all types Man. of just family chosen blood family, all that just out here listening to just us. Just supporting the dream. On the speakers, loud. Like, white people have no self-control. Just booming. Boom through the radio system. From the 808, you know? Uh, amen. So, yeah. <laughs> this is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is Shaz Gaming the side. And you are listening to the, the Black, Black Joy Mixtape. She got some pressure. Why you mad? Not no gas, but her man who works.
talking at work about the new enrollment and I'm just like Lord what does all this mean I don't totally get it <laughs> but you know get y'all some health insurance Please. out here cause you know make sure you're doing thorough research about your health insurance I don't know what they plan on doing girl down there but you still deserve to get the care that you need you know invest in you know See if your community got a doula, got a couple witches or something for you. Take your vitamins, niggas. Take your vitamins. Make about sure to get you, cold. you got turmeric. Make sure you got your scarves. You know, your woolly socks. Your alloy. You know. You know all that stuff. <laughs> alloy. <laughs> you mean aloe vera? Or like wheels? Alloy. Yeah, aloe vera. Aloe. Aloe. <laughs> what did I say? Alloy. I told y'all I'm sick. We better keep this going. Goddamn. Cause I ain't the only word I'ma fuck up today. Get you some boysenberry. What's that elderberry uh, syrup? Listen, if uh, it grows out of the ground, I'm trying to put it in my system, bitch. <laughs> I'm just convinced that anything that's a weed or a plant that I can <laughs> boil that bitch or steep it in some hot water and slap it across my chest, so Jesus. eucalyptus. I don't know what all you got to tie to Peppermint your shower oil, goddamn. <laughs> Purify me. I was reading, listening to my horse show today, and, and it was like, you're being purified. All right. Saturn is leaving this house or whatever the fuck y'all be talking about. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to learn about what I can do to better my life, Jesus. That's it. It's almost the end of the year. We got to finish strong. Mm-hmm. But that's why we're here at Black Joy Mixing. We missed y'all last week, though. We but did. I was working. Man, them pay jobs getting away sometimes. Whew, fiscal sponsors. Uh, you know, just messing up the schedule and stuff. Right, but we have such a good show for y'all today. Also, I want to encourage a, a spirit, a collective community of live tweeting. Or you know what? How about this? Every Friday, um, even if you listen to the Black Joy mixtape on Friday or some of y'all are Sunday listeners, lots Mondays. of you are Mondays. Love Saturday y'all. mornings. Saturday mornings with the sweeper, you know, cleaning up, listening to us talk our shit. But every Friday, if you could just hit the hashtag with that new mixtape out. Black Joy Mixtape. Hashtag Black Joy Mixtape. And give us your favorite gift. I want, let's really welcome people on Fridays. So even if you aren't listening to the mixtape that day, you need to really jumpstart your Black Friday off. Black Joy Fridays. Come on, somebody. Black Joy Mixtape drops. Just Your fave news and politics podcast back again. You back know. again. Black Joy Mixtape. Hashtag. All day. Just let me see what y'all got. Because also I get some of my great meme ideas from the Black Joy Jubilee. So keep that up, guys. So anywho, Jasmine, you ready? White people have no self-control. Goddamn, goddamn. All right, so... billion. Okay, so the Senate overwhelmingly backed sweeping policy bill to pump $700 billion into the military. Billion. According to the Chicago Tribune, U.S. Armed Forces are are on track for a budget greater than any time during the decade plus 
wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Lord. Senators passed the legislation for $700 billion into the military by an overwhelming vote of 89 to 8 on Monday. The measure authorizes $700 billion in military spending for the fiscal year that begins October 1st, expands U.S. missile defenses in response to North Korea's growing quote-unquote hostility and refuses to allow excess military bases to be closed. Y'all, listen, I don't know how many other ways we can tell y'all we about to go to war. Yes, and they would rather spend money on said wars than infrastructure to making sure that people have, you know, lights, clean water. Where are the jobs? Making sure that people, the people who work these jobs live in communities that aren't hostile to them, like their ecosystems aren't hostile to them have the ability to cool off, you know, when storms form in the ocean, when they right. go back out there, they don't get strength because the ocean is too warm to slow that motherfucker down. So they would rather pump more infrastructure into the military than actual, like, things that help serve communities. Right. So speaking of the military, the local municipal military, I mean the police, <laughs> in St. Louis are refusing to accept that they are not entitled to take the <laughs> lives of black people, nor should they be allowed to get away with it. So real ones, trill ones are out here demanding justice after police officer Jason Stokely was acquitted of first degree murder and armed criminal action after he murdered Anthony Lamar Smith back in 2011 and a recording device inside his vehicle captured the officer saying, quote, he was going to kill the driver. And don't you know it? He literally said it before proceeding to kill the driver, but got an acquittal. Got an acquittal. And a few weeks ago, we we're telling you about a police officer trying to de-escalate a situation with a white woman saying, don't you remember we kill only black people? Y'all want us to trust the police for everything else but what they're actually saying. They're on hot mics saying that they are killing us that they are actively participating in our deaths so i don't know what else you all want from us like we have to talk about what it means to dismantle the system because even over the last week um there was a student um who was over the gay student alliance at georgia tech who was shot by the police but they're white but they're also queer so the the police are literally taking that step to decide Who's innocent? Who's guilty? Who deserves to live and who doesn't? And y'all told us it is our constitutional right to be judged up into that. To point. get a trial. To get a fucking trial. I'm not here to get justice on the street. Like, what? What are you talking That's about? That's a whole new You're training program, bitch. You and so, okay, let's continue. So, real ones, trill ones protesting on Sunday. The police are bragging to reporters about arresting 80 people. Rather than being accountable and being better to the St. Louis community, who is simply frustrated by the lack of police accountability. So they knocked over some flower pots, trash cans, Girl. and newspaper stands and threw some rocks. But that, that, it was more Y'all killed somebody. Y'all killed someone. Y'all killed and somebody. And you want to arrest them. So you want to criminalize. <laughs> Who's more people dangerous to say Who Louis? are doing nonviolent. Like, let's face it. 
This little bit of property is not people, okay? Like, y'all would rather have justice serve for people who are frustrated by your bad behavior, right. your trash procedures, your lack of accountability or care for the lives and people in this community. So then the police chief petty ass, and we don't mean petty in a good way. I don't know if I even want to use the word petty because you don't deserve. The police chief's white supremacist ass. The white supremacist police chief says, quote, <laughs> I'm proud to tell you the city of St. Louis is safe, not from the police. That's a quote from Jasmine, allegedly. <laughs> he goes on to say, and the police own tonight. This is okay, Lawrence girl, Is this a fucking... This is a bar fight or something. <laughs> we own Our it. turf. This is the fight club, <laughs> bitch. Lawrence O'Toole, the actor... Oh, that's a great name. O'Toole. The acting chief told reporters, uh, and and later, quote, we're in control. This is our city, and we're going to protect it. From um, the people of the city? Or... From y'all. Because the people protesting are citizens of this here city. Basically, the white supremacists had a problem with the fact that protesters were chanting, whose streets are streets? Because it's true. Police are servants to the public. Y'all said y'all was public servants. It's on your badge. It's right there. You have to wear a uniform so that we can identify you when we need service. And they need to be regarded and conduct themselves as the servants that they are rather than trying to figure out how they can one up and murder and get away with uh, doing harm to our communities, including their own. And ain't that what you was talking about, Amber, earlier? Like, yeah, white people are dying at the hands of the police, too. The book like, ain't all stopping. The time. The police are killing, they killing everybody out here, y'all. And all I'm saying is the fact that there's such pushback to, don't, do y'all want, I don't, I have, do y'all want to kill people? Because I thought that's what you were trying to avoid. You're trying to send people to jail so that justice can be served. You're not morticians. You're not, you're not the, the, you're not the author and the finisher, booze. You're here to protect communities, like you said. To me, it's just... To be accountable to I don't communities. Understand, I don't understand the pushback if what we know is that the point is for them to come home and for them to not take any lives. This is like if firefighters were out here killing people. We would be shocked if they were just deciding to leave people who they didn't fuck with in burning buildings. Mm -hmm. But that would mean you would have to dismantle this entire system especially the police but because the police is supposed to protect particular communities specifically particular communities property mm -hmm. and it's not about actually serving or protecting people like us because at one point we were at some point people's communities property right whole ass people and were they there. just haven't made that transition and they yet. haven't transitioned from that and they won't transition from that. And when people are protesting, and the reason why Black Joy Mixtape has to 
recount or tell y'all what's happening in St. Louis in this way because all the news media is so adamant about calling protesters violent rather than talking about how violent this language is that the police chief, why is a police chief sending out goddamn subtweets in the middle of a press conference? You know why? Because that's what his president is doing. Right. No fighting words. Right. So then you got on multiple levels. So if the federal government is willing to spend seven hundred billion dollars on military infrastructure, how much are these these states these these municipalities spending on military infrastructure for people who aren't even supposed to be quote unquote military? And that's why the infrastructure in places, this is why places are flooding. So that brings us what's going on around global warming. Because we spend so much money on this military infrastructure globally because we spend so much money on harming and exploiting the the environment. Apartments (laughs) in the Trump Towers for Secret Service. Rather than investing on infrastructure, so making sure that cities don't flood, making sure that people have access to blood. Make people making sure that people have access to food right. in times of crisis. So right now, powerful seven point one earthquake rocked central Mexico on Tuesday, collapsing homes and bridges across hundreds of miles. With the death toll climbing at two hundred and twenty five and over a thousand injuries. Then there's Hurricane Maria that has left hundred percent of the island of Puerto Rico without power. A hundred percent of the island percent power, y'all. We gotta talk about infrastructure. Florida still without power. Irma is old news at this point, and people are still sitting without power. Island Saint Croix, Guadalupe, like people are dying in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Dominica, Saint Croix. This is just after, again, Hurricane Irma hit Florida, still without power and damage to the Caribbean. And Puerto Rico was also hit by Irma. Like, places are being forever changed. The earthquake in Mexico, also, there was a smaller earthquake near L.A. Like, our our globe is, like, the actual earth is being like, listen. Equilibrium. I need Y'all balance. need to innovate around how to keep me from heating up and cooling down too quickly, too high in either direction. Innovate. We have our fucking computers on our on our wrists and we still are like resisting solar energy. We're still resisting uh stopping to frack. We're resisting all these things that are literally going to serve us in ways that the military will not serve us, in ways that the local police will not serve us. This is worthy of our attention. It's worthy and also like demanding more from these people who are quote unquote rich or well not just building rich, companies wealthy, and destroying multi-million and billion and trillionaires are actively working against the notion of climate change right. so that they can make more money. And these are the same people who demand us to go to work every day, but won't even make sure that we have the proper infrastructure during like these natural disasters that their toxic companies are causing <laughs> to make sure that people can still get to work. 
White people get so it like let's think about this for real in a real way. Even if you don't call yourself a Marxist, like, and I don't even consider myself a Marxist, but if the workers are the ones being harmed, are usually the ones that harm's way on these natural disasters. What is the responsibility of their employers to make sure that they don't have to deal with as much harm? Right. Because literally we are in a position where our government doesn't even have the infrastructure. At some point, this government will not have the infrastructure to support the mass damage that's headed our way. (laughs) No lies told. Like... And this is why we keep saying, like, white people is... None of y'all are going to avoid this. And y'all ain't going to get rich. Y'all ain't going to see that kind of wealth. So, like, y'all can't be out here talking about you can't be raising taxes off what what you might get. Like, y'all... Or talking about black lives don't matter. All these things connect. All of them connect. And we got to get ourselves... Like, we got to orient ourselves into thinking more about what we deserve and what people globally... What our cousins globally deserve. Because people... There's also... This is what causes refugee crises as well. Because people start locking down their borders like us. Where are these people supposed to go? For reprieve. So... That's white folks this week, y'all. They're the worst. Um, yeah, we just need to make some changes. So, Jasmine. Yeah, the cool color colorblind collection. The cool color colorblind is in their fall uh, cookies and meet and greets. And, you know, Kevin Hart had to show up to be like, just in case I wasn't in here already, I would like to renew my membership. <laughs> I know I was actually in this motherfucker a couple a month ago, but y'all really didn't have time because y'all were doing the Lord's work, really telling black people what's happening, coming at their neck policy wise. Kevin got his initiation paperwork in the mail for the cool cool color colorblind collective. Got on the internet on the Instagram like I don't know why you sent this to me. Yeah, because I'm happy. I'm not cheating. I'm not cheating. I'm Look at my wedding photo. Just propaganda. Right, I'm, I'm starring in the real life version of Why Did I Get Married? My rib three with Ludacris. <laughs> my rib, that's my rib. Oh God, look my at rib. us! Literally, dance. black people Just are now propaganda. Black people are now using the terminology "my rib." Don't even know that it's scripture based. Just saying the shit because Kevin Hart just said the shit about this lovely young woman who. Whatever. Kevin Hart is out here. Kevin Hart and y'all, that's all we got for you. We all know Kevin Hart's a cheater. He's done several stand-up comedy specials about the shit. Said he cheated. He didn't give a fuck. But what we also have to remember what Beyonce has also told us is no one is immune to these fuckboys being fuckboys. Until these black men deal with their trauma, this is there's no avoiding cheating. And it's not someone some boys will be boys type shit. It's on some patriarchy loves to stay in power. So patriarchy will do what it needs to do in order to stay there. So to get back into the fucking headline, he tell we all know Kevin Hart is a cheater. So over the week, Kevin Hart released. I was so glad when I saw this video on Instagram, girl. I was just eating drinking my tea at the same time. Kevin Hart released a video stating, I'm not going to allow. 
thing. Okay? Here's was, what's not going to happen. I was so mad. I was like, listen to this nigga. What happened now? I saw the video. I'm like, oh, so them videos were true. Slow talking. We caught you. Quiet we caught you as pump- a mouse. <laughs> In that motherfucker, we caught Kevin Hart parking lot pimping after getting his after getting his life with this young woman. He said, "I'm not gonna allow a person to have financial gain off of my mistakes." <laughs> Says who? And in this particular situation, that is what was attempted. Seems like you're avoiding here, Kevin. Ooh. He said, "I rather fess up to my mistakes." Uh, wait, did, didn't you have that opportunity already? Wasn't that a month ago when you could have said, hey, yeah, I fucked up. So you draw the line when somebody say, you owe me a check for that dry ass sex you gave me last? <coughs> I done got the sick and shut in started. Oh. <laughs> That's me hollering laughing, but I can't, y'all. And this young woman is like, I'm a victim too because one, I don't even know how them cameras got in our bedroom. You know, I believe her. Shit. Who cares? My overall point around this, y'all, I know y'all think someone told me I need to pray for Kevin Hart and his family. You right. I need to pray for his family. Because what I know about black women in our pregnancies is that we're most likely not to carry our children to term or have them die early because just the effects of racism on black women's body during pregnancy. We're the only country in the world Mm -hmm. whose infant mortality rates are rising yeah so this is already a stressful environment is my point it's stressful as fuck and also i listen black men y'all if you can't keep your your word or your promises to these relationships what you also can't require from the women that you are cheating with is for them to have sex with you in secrecy Maybe in private if that's what you agree to. But from what I hear, lots of you niggas aren't good on consent anyway. Mm-mm. Black women in films are not required to have sex with you in secrecy. And here's why. Secrecy around our sexual activities leads to us not getting tested. Leads to us not telling the truth about intimate partner violence and sexual assault. When we have sex with powerful men or people who don't respect us. We don't call the police. We don't call the police on your ass. So you telling me you're going to have sex with me, deny it, maybe didn't call back, maybe didn't respond how you were supposed to respond. And you then didn't forward ma- my mixtape demo to whomever. I saw you in the pictures with Timbaland. Where you were supposed my- to pass on my bio. You were supposed and to you do did. that. And you didn't. So here we are. And Y'all have done a lot worse. And this is scale. Like... The reason why Kevin Hart can feel so entitled to get on IG and start talking about how somebody's trying to threaten his life and his livelihood is because y'all actually believe that as well. Like, it's a lot of cis black men feeling like black films are out to get them or out to tear them down when really the initial whatever y'all relationship was no y'all stay in some stuff like y'all stay being unav- this became a transactional relationship the moment you said i'm not looking for nothing from you like y'all require people not to have feelings 
You right. require people not to act like they have they don't have feelings for you. You require them to like you keep said, it together. keep it secret, keep it low key. You know, just all these rules. But then when somebody requires their coin in return or, or says respect. respect, that's what I'm saying. Somebody requires you to put some respect on their name. You like whoa whoa whoa! How dare you? You're 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 making me a victim. No. No. I'm actually requiring you to do something out of this interaction. You like, made it transactional. Niggas is going to hate hearing this. I can you already feel it. You are making it transactional. You. You are plotting. You are defining the term. And that shit, like, I don't think they understand, like, how often that's happening, specifically to black women and women of color. Literally, everyone is getting gained off of our bodies, off of our minds, off of all these things. And at no point, and at every point, society requires us to say nothing. And not, we're not even allowed to name where our hurt is coming from. Like, Tori Hart. Is literally telling y'all in real time I'm being disrespected, but y'all still talking about how bitter she is, whether they're honoring the fact that this man is talking about how proud he is to have cheated on to her. have cheated on her and has used her as the punchline of his jokes that we all have laughed at. Right. The fact that Tori Hart gets in the comments now, I understand it's your anniversary. You want to honor the fact that you've been with this man for eight years and you've been married one but this woman's coming in the comments saying whoa doing the math i was still married to this person just say girl you know he was still cheap it's, it's public truth. record you don't have to play along you don't have to do this live in honesty you don't have to be shamed and like that shame is getting us killed right. y'all y'all can women y'all can talk about whatever it is you're going through please do he's still gonna be with you i promise you if you just tell the truth tell the truth live your lives y'all yes please please go into that part we don't have to we don't have to behave the second we take marriage out as a marker of success we are allowed to build the lives that we actually want for ourselves because at the end of the day who you are is just more important your goal is is to be the happiest you want to be you want to fall in love with somebody that allows you to fall deeper in love with yourself with yourself that's what eartha kitt said and the thing is if marriage happens like yes there is one marker that somebody is allowing me to fall in love deeper in love with myself every day but that is not the end goal that is not the pinnacle or the height of your happiness of your destiny of your joy even if you want babies shit that is we've seen plenty of people raise children by themselves and in communities with people who aren't the father of those children because guess what those children will also grow up and they will move on and they will go on with their lives and you will still be with who yourself Mm -hmm. so like you can't just keep on we can't we cannot continue to perpetuate this behavior where we put everybody above and in front of ourselves because we are the longest with ourselves and we deserve to be as healthy and whole as we can possibly be as you fly as high as you can and there's no way you can tell me you're flying while having to deal with someone who does not trust you enough to be honest with you doesn't trust you enough to hold them when they are being insecure right 
This person is like, this person's publicly talking about how I'm your real, but you can't even look me in the eye and say, I, I can't just be with you. Right. I need, I need to be with other people. Like you don't even trust me. You don't even allow me to, that is betrayal because you're not even allowing me to consent. Right. Now we always talking about consent in the context of sex, but con- consent doesn't stop there. No. Because when you out here not giving people full information, you are not allowing them to fully consent in any situation. And people deserve to consent at all levels at all times. And if that's not the person you you can have those conversations with, then don't bring them into your bullshit. Do something else. Do something else with your time. Netflix always got a new show. Just Trader Joe's got snacks. there are t- there's a whole website just to meet up and do new things. <laughs> Groupon stay with a special bitch. Black men, go learn something about yourself. Read a book by a black woman you ain't read before. Figure out how to properly eat pussy. Stop being proud of the fact that you're not eating pussy because you dumb. Because you are also admitting that you are forfeiting my orgasm. Because I need whack. I just wear in the your, conversation. Wear your crowns, kings. Do your healing. Get to your 13th studio album before you're fucking 50. And don't be the fool into damn photo ops for the promotion or the low-key promotion for this album project. <laughs> you in the propaganda. You messing up Jay-Z, still shaking hands, laughing with you. I bet Jay-Z just wants to call up Kevin Hart and Jesse Williams, be like, why ain't you niggas in the pre- Interviews. We asked you, was you involved in some bullshit? <laughs> and you all said no. Now you all over sprinkling my shit <laughs> with just lies. I'm trying to tell a narrative. I'm trying here. to apologize. I'm tra- I apologize. I'm thanking God for voodoo. I'm doing my work. I'm praising Blue. I'm <sighs> praising everybody in my house. I got twins now, I motherfuckers. <laughs> I was just having, about to have a viewing party and now I gotta cut your ass out of the reel. The fuck? This is why only Emery gets shout outs. And Will Smith. Because <laughs> Will Smith then told Jada, listen. Jada was like, cool, because guess what? Guess what? A mama out here too. Come on. Anyways, that's why we are giving black. It's so simple. I just want black men to wear their crowns. That's all we and say. And I want every black week. women to not be afraid or continue to hide theirs just to make these black men feel like cut the shit. Cut it. We don't have to do shit them, for these niggas. You don't have to hide yourself, dim your light, or whatever you feel you gotta do so this person can feel bigger about themselves. That's their work. That's their responsibility. You're responsible for making sure you keep that motherfucker burning as long as you can. Because guess what? There's a lot of stuff out here trying to burn you out. Hello? And you know this. You know this for a fact. If you talk too loud at work, it's a problem. If you talk too loud outside, it's a problem. On the train, on the plane, Girl. over here, over there, on the chair. Like, just <laughs> focus on yourself. And I promise you, somebody will always be on your hip. Amen. And that is why... I bet Jamil Hill needed all her energy to fight this week. I bet she ain't dealing with no... If she was dealing with a fuck boy, she ain't dealing with his ass now trying to keep her career. So that segues us into Black, Black Women, Women the, the Gods. gods. Come on. So this week in Black Women the Gods, at the top of the hour, goddamn, it goes to Jamil Hill's boss bitch ass. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
who got in trouble this week for talking and saying factual words when she spoke via Twitter when she called Donald Trump a white supremacist who has surrounded himself with other white supremacists. Where's the lie? It sounds like a journalist was doing their journalistic duty. Seems like she could research that and that will check the fuck out. It sounds like there were no lies told. There was no (laughs) slander. Um, there are a lot of white supremacists, right. white supremacists uh, affiliated, white white supremacists adjacent ass motherfuckers just around. So Think Progress exclusively reported that ESPN had initially tried to keep Hill off the air on Wednesday for the 6 p.m. broadcast last week of Sports Center, just after hating ass out of control ass White House <laughs> demanded that Jamel Hill be fired. From the White House press conference room, the White House has concerned themselves with a black girl. Journalists, again, we keep telling y'all, the White House is attacking journalists. Demanded that she be fired. Demanded she be fired. This is the same administration. There are a lot of cousins out here who are attacking journalists for asking particular questions and now we're talking about arresting or we're talking about firing journalists. Well, journalists have been arrested too. Yes, arrested, beat up. (laughs) So we want to just change, scare them into not reporting what's actually happening. Right? So... Two sources close to the situation, this is on Think Progress, told Think Progress that Hill's co-host, Michael Smith, refused to go on the air without Jamel Hill, as did two other black anchors ESPN asked to serve as fill-ins. Eventually, ESPN called Hill back to the studio, and the show went on as usual. This ain't the motherfucking Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You just can't switch out the mom mid-season. And we're going to be cool with that. And just shout out. I just want to say that the reason why it's important for us to talk about how her co-host, Michael Smith, refused to go on air without her. Because that's the kind of support that black women need. As well as we also need the Michael Smiths to echo and yell and repeat in public what... (laughs) Their co-host said, which was right. Right. Openly affirm them. Don't be afraid, y'all. And this is something we need to apply in this fucking progressive work, too. Because this doesn't just happen to black women who call out white supremacy. This actually happens to black women most times when we talk and take authority in most professional spaces. Mm -hmm. That includes doing our jobs, like making sure things are more inclusive. If that is said, where white people are falling short in organizing progressive democracy. Democratic organizing spaces. Girl, that's happening in the state. Uh, that's happening in the Everywhere. federal jobs. This is y'all happening in the black belittle, women. Right. Y'all belittle the fuck out of black women who talk at about work. Imp- at work. When we leave our offices, there's no telling who's going to catcall us and what kind of way, what the fuck we're experiencing. And then on top of that, we come into our office spaces and know there's a target on our black back simply because we talk and we have thoughts. So I urge you all, especially those of you who are not black, cis, or trans women, how are you making black women's life easier? Mm-hmm. In the workplace, in the grocery store, wherever. Protect black women. Protect the fuck out. Defend black women. And when everywhere. you hear a black woman say something of importance in a meeting space to which she already had to overcome anxiety of being able to speak her truth in that space, don't wait until the meeting is over to say, I agree with you. Yep. Say so in the moment. 
Make sure people aren't getting fired or terrible ass 90 day reviews because white people are fucking sensitive. Check on black women in all spaces. Kanika Jackson, for instance, if somebody yes. would have checked on and or protected they her, we that wouldn't girl. have that mystery. We have a whole ass mystery happening right now because people aren't making sure that black women are all right at all times. They're watching the fucking video camera laughing as this girl stumbles around that hotel. Nobody got up out of their seat to check on her. That's the real tragedy. That's the real tragedy. Her life could have been saved if anybody looked at her and saw her worth fucking saving. Somebody worth going in. Now, the police security guards always stopping people any other time. Any other time. But this is funny. Because it's a young black girl. She's drunk. And yeah, all of this is related. Like... When we see Jamel Hill, when people are demanding for her to be fired, they are saying you are not worthy of humanity. You are not worthy of doing your job as a journalist, even when you own your off time. The thing is, Jamel Hill is not owned by ESPN. No. Just to be clear. She's doing ESPN a fucking favor. is, whenever she is on the clock, that's when she is indebted to ESPN. Now, if she was out here talking about harming whole populations if she was talking about taking the health care of millions of people if she was talking about i don't know environmental taking away environmental protections that make sure that people have clean air if she was actively speaking about like preserving race just let it figure it out like endorsing eugenics subtly like, then we would have a problem. But that's actually what's happening on the other side. And the other side is not in his administration. When they're making a big stink about people needing to be fired and all that other stuff, that's smoke and mirrors. Because they're actually ones that need to be fired. White supremacists need to be fired. That's a fireable offense. That is a fireable offense. Defend black women. At all costs. Because if we don't start protecting them, like, how are we going, like, we're we're just the first to go, baby. And that's why it's so important for organizations, all types of people, to be solidly behind black women. Whatever they need. Whatever they need. So, for instance, the Miss Foundation for Women released a report this week called, quote, Centering Black Women, Girls, Nonconforming People, and Femmes in Campaigns for Expanding Sanctuary and Freedom Cities. So, this report calls for the expansion of sanctuary policies at the local level to center black women and gender nonconforming people in a new report. Organizations like BYP 100 and Mijente banded together with support from MIST to call for, quote, expanded sanctuary and groups like the Black Alliance for Just Immigration have called for the creation of freedom cities by pursuing a policy agenda. So sanctuary cities are a new um, initiative, especially after this administration, when we had the elimination of DACA and um, just targets on immigrants' backs, for cities to be very clear on who they're protecting. So sanctuary cities are places, for example, or sanctuary schools, which is trying to be expanded, where cities like mayors are making the determination that they will not 
um, hand immigrants or undocumented folks over to the state, that they will work to protect them um, and make sure people are safe, essentially. Mm -hmm. I mean, all cities should fucking be sanctuary cities, but nevertheless. Right. And refusing to turn over documents of undocumented people, just not working with the federal or local authorities to using the full extent of their power and the laws to protect people. Yeah, which we have talked about this a lot. Like we're, it's no longer going to be acceptable for us to just say like, well, we're not able to do that. Mm -hmm. No, we got to get creative with our grant dollars. We need to get creative with our five hundred one c three statuses in order to really make sure that we're protecting people and really demand what we want. So rather than just saying that we are providing people with with sanctuary, what these folks are demanding with support of Miss Foundation is a freedom city. So these this agenda will include the elimination of school based arrests, criminal penalties for traffic stops, racial profiling, quotas for tickets and arrests, and deprioritizing enforcement of low level poverty and survival related and drug related offenses. So stop, you know, finding reasons to arrest people is one good way to get to a freedom city. Another way, eliminate or mitigate contact between criminalized immigrant communities and immigration authorities. So when immigrants are or undocumented people are caught up in some really minor offenses, don't call ICE. Um, No criminalizing information sharing or collaboration between municipal institutions included but not limited to police and federal immigration authorities. Just chill. It ain't worth it. (laughs) Basically. Um, Divestment of funds from policing, criminalization, and militarization. And reallocation into housing, jobs, accessible public education, mental health, and drug treatment services and health care. Stuff that you actually need. Rather than the police who are celebrating, you know, really owning the night or whatever they talking about. An expansion of workers' rights. So freedom cities or sanctuaries cannot happen in isolation if people do not have full access to programs that perpetuate their thriving. Like domestic workers who are not protected, like sex workers who are not protected, as well as undocumented workers who are not protected. As well as children in the school system who are not protected. So, yeah, sounds like a noble cause to me. I look forward to this. Everyone sign on, especially if you made a big-ass fuss about DACA. So moving right along under Black Women of God, shout out to all the folks who are um, in Miss Foundation for helping to really center and fund those demands from folks like BYP 100 and Mahente. I just want to give it up. Man, I just love this. My, this is my boo right here. Lena Waite is the first black queer woman mm-hmm. to win an Emmy for comedy writing, y'all. Ashe. Lots of folks won. You know, Donald Glover, shout out to you. Ava, shout out to you. But this one felt very, very special, especially because if you have, even if you don't want to watch all of Master and None, I really urge you to watch the Thanksgiving episode because it's peak blackness. Mm-hmm. One uh, motherfucking... <laughs> Angela Bassett is in it. Yeah. A black woman smoking Newports is in it. Mm-hmm. A coming out story is in it. And New Edition is played during the episode. And it's beautiful, brilliant storytelling about how black families can respond when their children come out to them. Mm-hmm. 
and how at the end of the day when Lena um I think she tells her mom and then Aziz is like so did she hug you and tell you everything was going to be okay and Lena goes no this ain't fucking family ties no our folks have to process and I think black people there's a lot of misconceptions that black people can't be taught how to um accept queer folks accept trans folks and i think we absolutely are worth the try and i think stories like this um and narratives like this encourage us to even if it's hard to accept the information that there's space for us to grow especially because of how much we love our kids honestly which is at the core of the episode Mm -hmm. and yeah more of those stories more opportunities for those stories to be told is really important exactly they can only be beautifully done because we haven't really seen them in a public way and i just want to just shout out in addition to lena wave uh the black woman responsible for all the badass historic iconic ass black natural hair that went down at night of Felicia Leatherwood just hopping from hotel to hotel with the hot comb laying edges yeah she the one who been giving y'all all all the styles and insecure like she do Issa Rae hair but apparently like (laughs) Emmys she doing everybody with natural hair (laughs) in Hollywood damn near so she did uh, Lena Waif's hair she did Anthony Anderson wife hair she did uh, Ryan uh, Caleb's uh, wife hair like the one who's in this fingers like, cramping just <laughs> she just smell like pink lotion all goddamn day that's a real nigga right there that's a real one trail she just braid up and retwisting on y'all one night we deserve ornate braids we we deserve Man. hairstyles that are older about as old as the earth itself you know like we just deserve you know just a diversity in hair representation as well as our stories amen so i'm thankful me too (laughs) the moral of the story is green light and fun more movies tv series and narratives written for and by people of color because it creates jobs just all of them and we deserve (laughs) skin and hair and looks like we deserve more inspiration for when we out here at the honey groove amen which we're so excited to bring y'all a very very special interview with the founder creator and god god of honey groove special man honey groove weekend was phenomenal man i'm still blessed a bitch was exhausted but grateful we go on to talk about honey groove but you know what we miss we miss talking about black femme brunch Black Film Brunch. Was a look. Man, Black Film Brunch. Shout out to the organizers of Black Film Brunch, Janae and Josh, just doing wonderful work. Man, who uh, the food was bussing. Yeah, we was at the Anacostia Art Center, you know, chilling, drinking bottomless mimosas, busting it wide open, you know. Shout out to Malaya, who, of course, came through and won, st- won the motherfucking twerk contest. Honestly, truly. Really, the twerk spirit was on us all. Like, we talk about Frida on, on the next episode, but I ain't really talk about, like, the moment when I got on stage prior to that. Yes. To twerk bounce that ass they say clappers to the front and i totally just was like well i'm going up there and apparently jasmine roughly translates to clappers <laughs> in dc lingo jasmine it, it is a flower and a bad a, bitch a bad bitch bouncing that ass in a form of music 
<laughs> that was so freeing, y'all. Like, I can't tell y'all how much I love to twerk. Like, I can't wait till y'all see the TED Talk. There's a whole piece in that. Whatever's coming out. Y'all can tweet them. And T- TEDx RVA. Where's our fucking TED Talk? Where's the Sorry. Black Joy mix? Where's our TED Talk, bruh? <laughs> Try not to be mean to y'all, but listen, y'all got a bit. Look, I'm twerking in public on video before my video explaining the theory and practice of this shit. The history. The history. Why am I here? Hello? Like, my TED talk? I, can't I wait need to legitimacy see that shit. on me. I need some respect on my name. It's supposed to be coming out, so don't be harassing them. But, like, you can ask. You, it's like, just ask we them. have already asked if we could spend the night. Slash, where's our TED talk? Y'all can ask too. That's all I'm saying. Ted, Cheeks gonna be pissed when he hears this, but Ted guess what? Too. Tweet Ted and say y'all want to see the TED talk on their website. Be like, where's <laughs> the Black Joy mixtape TED talk? We want it. We want it. Where is TEDx it? RVA Ted, get them too, cause like we we kind of want fifty million on it. Like Black Joy deserves. If Brene Brown can. <laughs> And we look great. Like literally <laughs> look like Zamunda has come back. <laughs> Bitch, I can't wait. Go ahead and release our shit. Yeah, so I'm just thankful to be in a place of uh just Go trying ahead. to work through what they told me I shouldn't be doing out in public. Trying to work through My folks is watching. Any shame, any fear, any, you know. It, twerking isn't a guilty pledge like it, it bothers me when people talk about twerking as a guilty pledge when it's literally a part of the fabric of our culture I feel guilt for nothing I take pleasure nothing. in I can't even say the word unapologetic because it's still acknowledging that people require me to apologize and I have nothing to apologize for Nigga, absolutely what? I nothing should be I'm not even acknowledging it no ever no I'm so excited because one... I am boldly me. I am proudly me. I don't have to be unapologetic about being me. And now Ain't approved, no apology, you're approved by Frida. So Honestly. Frida said do it for the big girls. And that's who I you care about. You did it for the big girls. So now like that got to be a resume point right there. That's but, enough. Because most of y'all doing trying to do it for the affiliates of Trump. <laughs> So, Jasmine, given the <laughs> fact that your twerk has been blessed by Big Frida. Yours too, girl. Amen. You know, I just want to say that uh, back in Atlanta a few years ago, we had a little lesson about how to really bounce that ass. And we I'm did. just really glad that that, that lesson came, came full circle, you goddamn. Know, <laughs> as a graduate of the Jasmine twerk class, that I That happened say, at film brunch. I'm literally... Right, taught another... <laughs> person such as what I used to be how to twerk you know and I thought I couldn't because I thought I had read too many books but Jasmine said that's exactly why (laughs) you should bust it open and you know Cecily's been telling me for years I have way too much ass not to know how to bounce it the main thing that I try to tell people is we all have our special twerk attributes we can't be covering other people's you know how your body moves is just how you move and and if you believe in it enough I promise you it'll look good no matter what you do somebody gonna like it somebody gonna love it what's bringing you black joy this week Jasmine what's bringing me black joy this week is constantly centering the joy, healing, and majesty that is 
myself, black women in films. Because it's just so much like natural disasters, Disasters created by our government, disasters created by our jobs, disasters created by our intimate partners. Like, there's so many things actively and passively trying to take us out. Mm-hmm. And we just deserve to constantly be in a place to define and serve our own interests. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, we really don't have anyone to do that for for us. So we have to not only do it for ourselves, but also create and sustain and grow and strengthen communities of people who will do that with us. And we are committed on making sure that we are doing that for ourselves. Asha. The thing that's bringing me black joy this week is um, I really love clearly stating what I need and my goals. And either there being a direct yes to them and and not just coming to fruition or getting a no and and being okay with like trucking along or making a different ass. Pivoting. Pivot. You know, like with this whole Tory Hart thing, like you get to decide. You get to decide where you put your brilliance and your energy. And I just, I've had so many conversations. I think it's because I was at this conference but just have so many good conversations with folks about what it means to say no to the things that aren't serving us and to say yes to the things that are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have been, I am really sick this week. Like, mm-hmm. I have been struggling. Um, so it's really giving me more time to, like, catch up on my Netflix. Uh-huh. Um, and I've just been watching some, like, I watched a 2011 documentary of Venus <laughs> and Serena, and I'm just like, they didn't give us no models. They didn't give us... Those girls learn how to play on a tennis court with broken glass everywhere. Mm-hmm. That, like, your dreams don't have to match your fucking surroundings. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's how you know it's a probably, like... A lit-ass dream. It's a lit-ass motherfucking you got dream. It. And if you could do so much as to think about it, mm-hmm. then you can make it a reality. Mm-hmm. Like, no one... I just want to encourage black people to innovate for themselves. And give yourself time. Yeah. Give yourself time. Allow the resources. Allow yourself to get clarity. You ain't on nobody's timeline but your own. Practice. And don't, just because the conditions, and we we can say, you know, just do it, or you more than the conditions. Like, all of that is real. And you have the right to pursue it at every single level. You are not wedded just because you start doing makeup at a particular level. Are, you aren't wedded to continue at that level. You aren't beholden to remain at the current level that you are. Just start. Just start. That's all I'm saying. Just start. Because it's really cool to see where you start and how practice can get you closer and closer to your dream. Man, and if you want to like something else that's giving me joy is I'm realizing I bought a tree this summer, earlier this summer, and I realized that it's growing. Like the roots are sticking up out of the pot. Yes. And um, I saw an old picture or an older picture from the a flashback of the picture, and the tree was so small. And here it is thriving and growing. 
And it's like, even though I'm not watching this plant actively, not documenting every single change this plant is going through, mm-hmm. it's clear that it's growing. And like, that's the same thing that's happening. We don't have to stand against a wall and mark our height anymore. But we have to trust that we are still growing and learning mm-hmm. and becoming better. And just, and like, yeah, just watching that tree and thinking about that tree. Like, I don't know how, I don't know what I did. I just make sure it's water. Right. And I just go on about my day. And then here I am in full last September on the way to my October. And like, she's getting, or, you know, I think my, my tree is actually gender non-conforming. But, <laughs> Bun is still thriving and looking like abundance and just showing like the growth that probably has happened with me over the last few months. That's the great thing about plants. So beautiful. So beautiful. Ashe. Well, you know, that's our show for this week, y'all. I hope you feel better, Amber. Me too. Shit. I do not have the time. I'm trying to be healthy for the weekend, you know? These people want these jokes. Yes. All right, so, you know, if y'all really enjoyed the episode, if you didn't, you still need to give us some money on PayPal. (laughs) Trust black women. (laughs) Go ahead and trust us, bitch. It's sin, motherfuckers. Hit us up. Y'all know we worked hard for it, goddamn. We work at five, six jobs and still, (laughs) I told you I'm sick. Cover the cost of my medicine. Will you help a child today? In the arms. I'm sick. Hit us up and I've pay. I've been purging fuckboys and now I'm sick. <laughs> and white supremacy. And white supremacy at the same time <laughs> in the same month. How I'm purging patriarchy and whiteness. I'm, I'm purging white supremacist capitalistic patriarchy. <laughs> and I decided to overachieve in that as well. And did it all August, bitch. I'm break, sick now. Break every chain. And the only reason why I'm not sick is... I started a regimen that includes ginger and almost everything that I consume. Man, I got me some multivitamins. I'm about to just hit it with the turmeric. I'm about to go home and, you know, wash my hands and take some vitamins before I go to bed. Maybe blend me some more ginger, you know. Just get my turmeric. Put it directly in my veins. (laughs) So, paypal.me backslash blackjoy. Thank you. Um, y'all been can, doing good with it. Yeah, thank y'all so much. We I do share. appreciate. We appreciate. We read all the messages. We do. It's so we feel so honored that you all see this as a part of you as well. Like when we talk, I like think about the Black Joy Jubilee all the time because mm-hmm. there's just so much wealth and knowledge there. Even the love you all show to our guests who have been on the show, like beautiful. It's amazing. I, I'm so happy that y'all following each other. Like, I just see y'all names under the accounts that I think are lit. Like, that we have talked about. Uh, and there y'all are just liking and supporting each other. Just hearts everywhere. <laughs> hand claps. Black little hand emotions. Y'all, y'all just so fucking supportive. Y'all out here, goddamn, being live, being woke, goddamn, boycotting L'Oreal and they affiliates and stuff. Telling me to boycott L'Oreal. Man, goddamn. I did not know Nick's was in there. <laughs> so, y'all, we gotta stop by Nick's. You know, tell Rihanna we need some more of them colors over there at Fenty. You know, we, we got ideas for lip kits and colors for Fenty. I fucking thought. Have y'all seen Rihanna's lip, lip game, lip color? the game she gotta be about to give us some ill ass loop i'm sure i will gladly take all the mats from rihanna girl listen 
So where can they find you online for when you test out these beauty products on yourself? Yeah, the non-L'Oreal ones. Yes. Y'all can find me. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to team. All I need is one mic. Um, You can find me at Jazz on Your Mind on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Um, You can primarily find me on... If you want the exclusive material before it gets shared on Insta Story, follow me on Snapchat. (laughs) I should. Um, And I'm just Amber J. Phillips across social media platforms that include Twitter, Instagram, and you can follow me on Facebook. And make sure you follow the Black Joy Mixtape at Black Joy Mixtape on Twitter and Instagram. And hit up the website sometimes. See what we got going on there called TheBlackJoyMixtape.com. Also, y'all, fall is coming up. You might want to get your petty black feminist shit on and popping. Tell your cousins. Again, Fridays. Hit us with the hashtag. Tell people you're listening. Give us your best gifs, emotion reactions. I want to see all that shit. Hashtag Black Joy Mixtape. No the with the hashtag, though. I know it's Please. confusing. Only use the Black Joy Mixtape when hitting up the website and the email. Otherwise, it's hashtag Black Joy Mixtape and at Black Joy Mixtape on Twitter and Instagram. All right? All right. <laughs> Great show, Jasmine. Great show, Amber. This is Amber J. Phillips, the High Priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz being in the South. And you just listened to the, the Black, Black Joy Mixtape. Like this nigga compared to Odell Beckham And you keep wasting your time trying to check him Girl, move on, he been dipped since you met him Get your bands up, go ahead, boss up That F boy go up, wish he can't screw up And now you can't get off my line That's how you hit me up about a nigga, I'ma make him mine But I like my man fine Billionaires, that's so grinding We ain't got the same taste